but you know, yeah, what the fuck happened to gaming? Because I was just talking about this the other day with like, actually, I think I talk about this a lot. I feel like I'm like hella reminiscing on like the. Oh, I the never hear you talk about this. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, you're about to. I'll just not have a rant. I'll just work really hard not to rant right now. <laughs> no. Go off, Gary. Nah, but I was just, I, I don't know, okay, I don't know who I was talking about the other day, I was having a conversation with, I think it was just a couple of friends or some people in the Discord, and basically, like, we are talking about, obviously, like, like, there's a game, right, that you guys are, like, doesn't have to be the same game as me, but, like, I'm obviously looking forward to the new Hogwarts Legacy game that's coming out, like, that's, like, I've been looking forward to that shit for two years, like, I'm, like, super excited about it, Um, but, like, if we think about, like, the launches today of, like, the hype around what you get in like collector's editions and what you get in like like legacy packs or whatever they choose to call it and to give you special content it's all like online content now and then i was i was really wanting them to bring out like a physical like you know how back in the day right you would like a game's gonna come out you'd go i don't know about you guys because it's different maybe in your country but like um in australia they do like a midnight launch and you go to like 100 percent yeah, like, I don't know, I have EB yep. Games, you might have GameStop, whatever it is, and I would go, literally at midnight, I'd go there, I would have had pre-ordered and paid it off for, like, over a period of time, and I would get, like, this massive box, like, bigger than the size of my head, I could barely carry it, and go home, you pull all the shit out, you open up the CD case, you, like, pull out all, like, little, you know, guides and that shit, and you get, like, statues and stickers and fucking whatever, that it was worth the money, because you get, like, it was like a present to yourself. And then you'd have to put the disc in and install it, and it took you fucking forever, right? That's a whole other situation. Like, yeah, because, yeah, like, um, I had an Xbox. I only got a PC maybe, like, a couple years ago, like, six years ago. So I would have to put the disc in the Xbox, literally install the game on the Xbox, this which would take all the night. original Xbox? Xbox One. I mean, I think at oh. one point, I, I remember the which Xbox can I don't know if you can recall, but I'd, one of the Xboxes had... You could just put it in and play straight away, and then they changed uh, it. The first one in N three sixty did. That's something I don't like about games these days. Is yes. the disc is a download? It's not pop it in well, and play no it. But it's no CD drive anymore, so you can't even do a backwards compatibility with any old classic games. So you haven't got a CD drive unless you've put that in your computer. Who's going to mm-hmm. do that? You know. So, right. but yeah. So they bought out this i think it's called the collector's edition right mm-hmm. and i look it up if you want but pretty much i'm um, what you get in it you get some content which you get in game anyway it's like a special hat some battle arena stuff you get uh, a special armor set you know early access which is the only reason why i did i think it's the i think it went like something like legacy edition and then uh it went collector's edition but i when i heard the game coming out i was like they better bring out a collector's edition like i want to feel what it felt like back in the 2000s when i like went to eb games like when i first started playing games halo was my game and like i used to like everything that came out for it i was like collector's edition i don't care how much it costs i want it and um they finally brought it out and i don't know if you guys have seen it but it's absolute piece of shit (laughs) like it's five hundred dollars for this like what? Right? <laughs> Excuse me. I'll just give you a minute to take that in. Yeah, yeah. It's five hundred dollars. Yeah, and it's a plastic book, pretty much, and it's supposed to have like a levitating wand on it. But the levitating aspect is like basically sitting on the book. It's not even like hovering, Ooh. in my opinion. 
and you don't get anything else. It's literally that and then the game code and then whatever you get inside the game and you're paying $500 for basically something you could just go down to Walmart or Kmart and just go buy because it's a toy and it will cost you 20 bucks. Fuck. So this is bringing up some questions for me, though, is when did you in your life start gaming? Because Xbox One um, is like I would consider that not that far back. Yeah. Okay. So it depends on what you like. Yeah. So it depends on like how you want to classify it as gaming. So I would play games, but I wouldn't consider myself a gamer. So when I was younger, I think the first game I, well, I mean, if you want to go all the way back, the first game I ever played was Snake on my phone because that was (laughs) epic. Like who didn't play Snake? I miss that game to this day. Like if I could get my Nokia working, I would play that. I'm just saying. You can play Um, Snake. Stop it. Don't even. Oh my bad. Ba- I, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got a. All right. So after this, I see what I did wrong. Can I get a link? Can I get a link? Can I get a link? Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, Snake, and then I think the next. I like. I went to Sims Classic, female game. Okay. Most That's young people would play the Sims. Um. And then when I moved to Australia, uh, I met a guy, in at school, and uh, when we were dating, he would be super into games. So he would be like. Halo was the game that he played. A, a lot of games, but Halo was like his favorite game. And so when I used to go to his house, I wanted to spend time with him. So I was like, well, instead of making him not play games, like I used to just watch him and I was like, oh, like I'll learn how to play. And I know not to cut you off. Why is it every girl not like that? Just going to throw it in and we're going to move past it. You literally said, I don't want to get him off of his game. So let me learn it. Are you kidding me? Go on. <laughs> I would say that I was in the early stages of like I want him to like me, so like yeah. let's like and he's that you know it's like maybe that was it. I was like fourteen or fifteen at the time. Okay. Uh, it was my first boyfriend. Anyway, so gotcha. we would play co-op back when co-op was an actual thing as well. That's another thing that's just couch fucked co-op. Up this together. is combat I miss couch co-op. I think the first game that um because he got a couple, but I think that the first game that I really solidly got into playing was halo 3 so okay halo 3 yeah so i actually need to look up when that came out um because we were to like it's i don't know at this point god i am not gonna math and i'm also not gonna tell people how old i am but i'm pretty sure it was (laughs) so halo 2 was the first game i'm pretty sure that he played and then halo 3 kind of came out around that similar time and then that's when like I got Halo 3. I went to get like the midnight launch. I got the collector's edition. I had an Xbox 360 back when you had to put like the towel on it to like cool it down because it was like piece of shit. And you went to the Halo 3 ring all the time. midnight launch? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Actually, after oh. that, I went to so many midnight by myself. Yeah, dude, dude. I would stand in line by myself and I would get, I was like, yo, I was hectic. So that like got me really into games. And then, um, I will be honest, there was a, like a large part of me that was like, you know, cool, now I have the game and we can like, it's a way that we can spend more time together. And I think that it started off with wanting to, you know, share an interest with the person that, you know, I was interested in and spend more time with them. And then it ended up that I just kind of fell in love with it. And I still wouldn't say that I have a set type of game. I would say that my game style <clears throat> is more multiplayer based though than single player. Like, that's where we're up to. Like, I can mainly play any game now these days. I can't spend... Back then, I probably used to be able to spend hours. Like, I got lost in Diablo. Have you guys ever played Diablo? Uh, I played three. 
Yeah, Diablo 3. Yeah, I got lost in that. Like, there was a point where I wasn't working. Uh, like, I was still living with my parents, right? And I got the game, and I swear it's the only game that I've ever played nonstop for, like, a week straight, basically, minimal sleep. <laughs> I think that's as close as I've ever been uh, get addicted to a game, but that's, like, a hack-and-slash game. So you just – you literally just – kill monsters and you don't even have to think like yeah you're bringing up some interesting points like one was couch co-op and then because that doesn't exist really anymore yeah Uh, you have to have your own consoles now or pcs now and the other thing was like playing all day i used to be able to play games all day too i and i have that option i just really don't feel like it anymore (laughs) i'm just not into games as much yeah i wonder I also feel like like it has to do with age, too. Like, quite frankly, as you get older, you get more responsibilities. One, so you just can't actually play all day. And as well as two, I think as you get older, I don't know, if the games change, especially if you don't have, like, that go-to game that you're hard set on, you're not going to want to play it for hours. I I think games have kind of taken a little bit of a turn to where... Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, it depends played on your out. franchise. Yeah, yeah, played out as well as it depends on the franchise you're, that you're with, but some franchises might have gone downhill uh, as mm. opposed to previous. Might yeah. have. Well, I say might have because, <laughs> might have because, like, I know Halo's gone to absolute shit. As soon as Bungie <laughs> went away as the developers and it went to 343, 343 oh, has just been taking a dump on that game. I remember game. the day I mean, when they split. Like, my heart was broken. Oh like, yeah, it's Bungie was so good with that game, and then three four three took over. It got ruined. Actually, like four, and 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 the multiplayer for it, five. Yeah, it, but also their inability, especially nowadays, like with Halo, Halo Infinite that came out Halo recently, had such mm. had such an game opportunity. It had such an opportunity it to be great, especially really with did. what they could have added to it. Like yeah. If, I know this might be controversial in Halo terms, but I hate to say it. It's the way the FPS shooter world is moving. They needed to add it to BR. They need to. It's not even that. Just, like, have a functioning game. Like, if I get well, kicked yes. out of the match, I need to be able to rejoin. Oh, my God. I, I, well, Tell I, me about it, dude. I agree. But even then, I think to attract more audiences, especially with, True. like, the younger audience, I right. think you need to shift to where the gaming world, the FPS world is going. But they're in a rock and hard place, though. Because you've got the diehard Halo fan base that would hate that, but then you have the young people that would like that. you can like have that. both. Why can't you have both? Because they can barely build a functional, like, regular game. I I understand that, but that's because they're a shitty development team. That has nothing to do with it. Tell that we're, like, passionate about this because we're, like, all of us are, like, getting, you know. Because it's just, it's it's, it's, it's dumb because COD has it. COD has arenas, like an arena shooter type game to where you can play Domination, Search and Destroy, Team Deathmatch. They have everything for the classic arena player, but then they have BR with Warzone. And they did Warzone well. They made a shitty new map after Verdansk. But they still did Warzone well. I don't so, I mean, wonder if maybe they should have just not done a single player and literally just focused on multiplayer. Like, take those see, resources. You went backwards, Big. Like, you basically just said the diehard Halo fans would hate that. Like, you're, we're talking about some of these games. Like, And, and I will just, just really quickly, like, Halo 3 came out in 2007, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the original Halo um, multiplayer experience versus what it is now, right? So... I used to be able to go over to a friend's house with my Xbox TV 
and we would all hang out and like I don't know if you've ever been to a land before. Oh yeah, right? yeah, lands with friends. Yeah. yeah, and we would all just like connect, and it, we would have enough people. We'd play, and that was the f- red versus blue, classic, simple, fucking fantastic. Now what Halo's done, I don't even know, because I still like it, and I'll play it because it's a Halo game, right? But there's always going to be those people. One side will like single player. One side will like multiplayer. So if Halo only came out with the single player aspect for Infinite, I would never have played it, to be honest with you. I only played the multiplayer. I I still haven't played the multiplayer. Right. But if they never had that single player aspect, you know how many fans would actually be genuinely upset by that because they liked the story. They liked the campaign. And a lot of them were really excited about that. They would still play the multiplayer at the end of the day. And then once you have an established base, then release a good single player. Mm -hmm. Like, at the end of the day, I think most Halo fans wanted a modern Halo on the PC with multiplayer. Mm -hmm. Could be wrong. I could be wrong. I mean, no, I don't think you're wrong. I think that um, gamers, I feel like everyone's game style develops based off of the circumstance. So I even also believe that people like myself that are like genuinely to play multiplayer games, sometimes they become tedious. Like we can talk about Halo. We can talk about any Battle Royale game you want. Um, Call of Duty. Like there's only so much an FPS can do in terms of providing stuff that still sticks to like the feel of the game. I feel like, and I, again, could be wrong, but Call of Duty kind of feels like it set the benchmark for FPS back in the day and everything just feels the same. It's very hard to make a different game now, in my opinion. Well, it depends what kind of game you're talking about, right? I mean, like, if you're talking about, if we're talking about on the shooter side of games... Yeah, then, FPS. Yeah, yeah. COD... Well, technically, you can. I guess you could call it FPS, like towards like what I mean by side is I should have meant not FPS, but like shooter. I should have said shooter. My bad. I should have said arena or BR, because like if we're just talking about back then, there was no BR besides H1Z1, which I can't remember exactly when that came out, but it's been around for a while. Um, there was no like real BR. It wasn't a shooter kind of conversation. It was only arena style games, like a COD or a Halo at that point, but. Now that it's evolving, you still can make a good game. You don't have to follow the standard of a COD or something. Like how Apex has come to light as well. Apex is very different from COD. There's a lot of differences from I COD. I would as agree well. there. But I would I, have to agree I, there. I, and I I think she's saying like... that um there was a period where Call of Duty literally made every uh game that came out after it follow it for about like 10 years like you ha- everything yeah. was gritty realistic shooter there's so much gray in the color palettes and now we're starting to break away with that i think fortnite really opened up the uh the yeah doors. that sort of cartoon based stuff like i would classify in my own opinion apex falling under the similar category and not because it's the same arena game style as fortnite i have never played fortnite so you know i wouldn't know the game mechanics i can understand from what i've seen I only played Apex, you know, some people wanted to play it. And I genuinely like that game. I, again, would never have played it if somebody didn't ask me to join <laughs> in with that because it's not normally the game that I would play, but it's really fun. But I, I don't know how, when you say, like, once they get, like, a good, you know, platform or once they get set in, then they can start releasing stuff. I feel like now, in 2022, there's a there's a two 
main aspects of gaming, in my opinion, right? One is that it's really hard to release a game without any bugs or problems because I feel like the demand's really high, but the companies rush them, like not the developers, but like whoever backs them. So, you know, things like Hogwarts Legacy being pushed back like two years, the gaming community understands that because they've wanted this game for freaking so long that they would hate to have a broken game. And obviously I've been victim to 2042. I was hype about that and it was absolute garbage. And so many people, even people that I speak to about um, Hogwarts Legacy won't pre-order it because they've been burnt by either 2042 or Cyberpunk. And like, I get triggered to be honest, because I'm like, it's a totally different company. It's a totally different like game. They have nothing to do with each other, but then those games have set the benchmark up for now, I feel, because of the marketing and how big they are, that all these gamers that love games and are looking forward to games don't want to risk spending money on pre-orders because the game's just going to be garbage because that's what everyone's expecting it to be that's, now. They that's think the everything... trend, though. Everything that's, that's come out is garbage. How hard is that for developers? Because, like, let's uh, let's pretend... Well, I mean, I'm going to hope for the best and, like, Hogwarts Legacy is going to be fantastic. I know... No game is ever fantastic, right? Like to the point where it's perfection. But I f- also feel like the second part of that is unrealistic expectation on the gamers' side of things because it's like, you know, e- computers and graphics and capabilities obviously go up every day in terms of what they can handle. And expectations also rise with that and costs, everything goes up. So they expect more for it. I feel like. You, the expectation's too high for what can ever be brought out. There's never going to be 100% satisfaction on a game. And back in the day, but before this happened, people the, were happy with games. That's because they were products that worked when they were shipped. Yeah, I was about to say. It's like, They're you, broken I, you're when tr- they buy you're them. Trying to, you're trying to come from the point of the developer, which is true, because the developers themselves, like the people actually coding and drawing the artwork and all that, they're not the reason for the bad games. It's the unrealistic timelines of the actual companies. Stockholders. I mean, it's still yeah, just isn't it Skid Row Didn't they rush them? Like, weren't they like, this game's every, not ready? And they're game. like, it's I don't give even, a fuck. Yeah, it's not even 2042. It's, it's almost yeah. every this game shit is now so profitable, it's, they can. It's, in, it's, the, it's because of the companies themselves, not necessarily the developers. And I see what you're talking about. It is almost unrealistic expectations for a developer to do this. But you also got to see it from the consumer side. We have every right to think every game coming out right now is going to be shit because that's kind of just <laughs> how it's been. So it's a double-edged sword to where it's like we don't want to pay money for a pre-order and we don't want to like give any like support to developers or anything because we're expecting them to do a shitty job <laughs> unless they unless I'm, they prove I mean, us, unless they prove us otherwise and that should be the developer's motivation is saying hey everyone's expecting us to flop Let's make this good. I feel like we we have very opposite opinions in this regard. Like I love you, but that's I feel like it's fucking bullshit. I'm sorry. Wait, it's just How no. What it, game has come out that's been solid no, in the past? I'm not like... saying that. I'm just saying from the consumer's point of view, right? Myself as a gamer, I don't know if I just have a more optimistic side of things, but like I understand what you're saying. I just feel like how bullshit is it that no matter what a gaming company does everyone expects their game to be like fucked and then how are they supposed to put all their effort and energy into a game knowing that people already think it's going to be broken like i'm not saying that there isn't anything that's that like there's something that's come out well (laughs) i mean they have a passion for game development 
I'll use like as an example, right? For somebody that likes sports, I fucking know nothing about sports, so you know I could absolutely like butcher this. But if you're going like, so I went to a hockey game when I was in Canada, mm. and like the home team was losing, mm. right? And the the crowd just fucked off like halfway through. Like, yeah. what motivation does that team have to actually put in that effort? The, the motivation of proving people wrong. I mean, like it, that's where like. That's kind of like the That's we're the getting into like a we're getting though. into a life we're getting into a life argument I think at this point like <laughs> yeah I, we're gonna have words Donnie no, look eventually no, no, it's no, gonna not, bite not him with, in the not ass with, not with us but like not not with us I'm just saying I think we're talking about life morals at this point like you're saying if people are like thinking the game's gonna be trash, why should they ever build the game? Well, one, they work for a company, they have to, so that's gonna be happening. Keep the lights on. Two, Max. if they have a passion for game development, it shouldn't matter what people are saying, they're gonna build it, they're gonna enjoy it. That's two, and three, quite frankly, if you wanna talk about like on a sports end, I know at least the sports end, I've been in situations with when I was ever, when I was playing basketball as well as wrestling, especially wrestling when it was 1v1, where you were an underdog. Like I would be an underdog against a match, you would even have more motivation, even if people are writing you out, to prove them wrong. And I guess everyone approaches that differently. Some True. people might, some people might hear that criticism and just it might put them in a shell. They might be like dismotivated. But I guess it's kind of that's a life. I think that's more of a life argument of how the developers can be motivated for that. Because I guess some developers are going to be like, well, why should I even build this if everyone thinks it's going to be crap? But then some developers might yeah. say, well, if they think it's going to be crap, let's blow them away. Let's make every like YouTube video about this game, every news article be like, wow, this is the best game and we didn't even see it coming. Like I guess that's just up to like how you view like negativity and I see her I guess, side in people's though. life. Because but, like you have to see the consumer side too. I do. Like, I no, I a hundred percent validate and I I know that's gotta be the reason no one pre orders, no one expects shit from these people. But as a developer, you did get in there out of passion to become a, a video game developer. But when you work in a terrible environment where they have all this crunch time, um, it's extremely unhealthy to work in the gaming industry and, and everyone hates you and, and you, you're just not producing what you should be. I can see that like your environment is incredibly demotivating. It's hard to, it's hard, and I don't, I understand as well. But that's like, an issue with the corporate world. People wrong, but like, yeah, you don't make a game to prove your consumer wrong. You make a game so that somebody can play it and go holy fuck like this is everything that i wanted and i know that they're not like so so the, obviously we're talking about you know the games like that are coming out now almost every single one of them is disappointing i, I think your so triple I think a's are broken i i just think something's broken in it like but at the yeah. same time like it's that's, be honest, like, it's the bottom line like they want to make more money they found out they can make a lot of money just by basically ripping people off with these game releases we're still buying them, aren't we? I still, I People still, still got, buy them. Yeah. I mean, I, I still got Hogwarts Legacy, knowing that there's a chance that it could be broken, but being optimistic that it isn't. And like Donnie, didn't you pre-order um, Call of Duty? Yeah, yeah. And I'm not. They have us by the balls. That's why they're doing it. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They know in I mean, the end of the day. We're giving them the money. Yeah. They know in the end of the day, our dollar is going to be our vote. And in the day, we complain, we bitch, we moan. But no matter what. People are still going to buy the games, especially the popular ones like CODs or anything like that. People are going to buy it no matter what. It's so not all bad, they though. Realize... Because no, at the end of the no, day, I mean... you're seeing uh, an indie revolution. Like People are stepping away. Developers are stepping away from the giant companies and now producing their own passion projects, which are doing incredibly well and in bringing life back to the gaming scene. 
and quite frankly too like as a developer i know they got into like video games for a passion or something like that but if you're a developer unless you're building like what b said indie games your own actual games it's kind of like with any job right like when you work for any company even if you have a passion for it you got to expect that you're going to be building stuff that you don't want to build i mean some companies definitely uh, i think so well as an example with any company because you don't have a say you're working for a company we're talking like, about know profits you... and and stuff like that. Um, no, I, but there yeah, used to be companies like Blizzard, for example, or Bungie. Back in the day, those were the places to go, and I think they attracted so many developers because they they just loved the products that they created. Mm. You but... could see it in like the back end stuff. Remember, like when you used to go to the collectors and you used to get like special like insight and like the developers how to you get like a second disc and it would like be like this is the art style and like yeah yeah and then you'd be like man these people really love their job i just like don't get the vibe anymore but i do i do want to say like so we were talking about like you know how profitable like the gaming industry and everything is and like um so it does say here that um the game this was uh i think as of the start of this year they did it um i think so the gaming industry is worth 178.73 billion dollars which is an increase of 14.4 percent in just under one year and they reckon that in 2025 which is literally like only a couple of years away um that it will be worth approximately 268 billion dollars so even though the gaming communities sort of like losing a bit of hope right and the games seem to be shitter the profitability of these games like it's like skyrocketing like that's a massive growth and i don't think it's going to really go down but it's interesting that you know obviously you can tell like we're all very passionate about games right <sighs> like we love gaming <laughs> yeah. and like we've had the experience of like what it was like back then versus now and it is very broken and i don't really know that it can be fixed because money drives everything unfortunately and um so does demand and if you dangle something pretty in front of me i'm going to buy it like Mm -hmm. i freaking love harry potter so even if that game is absolute piss i'm gonna buy it because i like i love that you know it's the same concept with movies you're gonna watch something because it's something you it's nostalgia you know they brought out a new halo game tomorrow that was even you know I don't even know what they're bringing out, but if they were to bring a new Halo game out, I would buy it. Like I would play it. So it's just that. I just think it's kind of sad that we're at the point now where, you know, back in 2007, when, you know, physical discs, you know, consoles, you know, even PCs when, I mean, I remember when I started playing World of Warcraft, right? Every expansion that would come out, I'd need to install a disc, a CD, you know, I'd have to own every copy of the of that CD in order to play the game, and having that physical aspect was dope, right? And mm-hmm. I felt like the games were better when we did have to do that. But I can't actually remember, like I'm trying to, how long games took to come out. I'm just wondering whether the because we have so much accessibility to marketing, you know, social media platforms and advertisements and stuff like that, that we're seeing these games be developed and getting constant feed of like snippets and like all that in the game. If we're more involved in that process now, it just feels like it's more broken or if they just had more time to do it back then, but nobody really knew what was going on in the back end. So we just got a game and it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess it does create more hype. 
this marketing that they're doing now. So I could see why people would then be disappointed when the game comes out and doesn't work. Yeah. I don't know. But um, I, I do think that, like, if we want to talk about some positivity, right, I do think that, like, things that people can do in the gaming space is, like, way, like it's insane. Like, virtual reality, as an example. Oh, the amount How of much... free games, too, that we get now. That's and like awesome. indie games? Well, it's because people found because people found out a different way of monetizing games. Games as a and service. I think, I think I think the game that really brought this to light was a game that absolutely took everyone by storm in 2018. Everyone was Fortnite. Fortnite. When Fortnite, Fortnite took yeah, over, up. and I mean took over it in 2018. The game. Like you heard memes about every girlfriend saying their boyfriend's gonna play Fortnite. I mean it's <laughs> it. It was a joke. Like, I was in college when it was happening, and the amount of times I went to a party and someone had Fortnite on, I shit you not. It was just... What? Oh, yeah, there would be someone in a room playing Fortnite while, like, you're just out. You go out, you can take a break from partying, you go play Fortnite with a couple dudes. I mean, it was just... It was insane. That game took over, but that game was completely free. I think... Yeah, I can't remember if that's, like, single player. There was, like, a single player version of Fortnite, too. Where I can't remember yeah, if that was paid or not. I think it was paid. It is. Yeah. It sucks. That was a paid version. That thing <laughs> didn't make them any money whatsoever. It was all the skins and the cosmetics. And these game the companies, I think, started realizing people will shell out money in skins and cosmetics because over time, as they enjoy the game and they play it more, they'll forget about how much money they spent. Because like three months ago, you can't remember if you spent $10. That's true. Yeah. You can't remember if you spent $10 buying this virtual currency or like V-Bucks in that case. And it adds, dude, I actually looked at how much money I spent on Fortnite. I'm depressed to say it, but I spent $1,000. Oh shit. Holy shit. Don's a whale. I mean, over how much time though? Cause that game's been out for a very long time. It it, it doesn't even matter. Like it was like, I think it was over a year and a half, two years, but even it doesn't matter. Cause I mean, you could think like a base case (laughs) game, like let's say how much you, you spent on the Halo just... series in your lifetime compared oh, to like, Fortnite? Like not like about oh, the game. Yeah, you just buy a sixty dollar game, and, the, and that's that's what I'm trying to say is like they make more money doing that than they would just yeah, yeah. than they would just selling the game in general. Because if they can make five hundred or thousand dollars off someone over two years instead of sixty dollars off just one time <laughs> purchase, they're gonna take that all day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I will be honest. I have spent. Like, I, when microtransactions came out, I was like, what the fuck is this? I was so pissed off. And then, like, I just feel like that stuff should be earned either in an achievement or by playing the actual game. Like, that's Mm -hmm. how you should be able to get that stuff. But I understand from a profitability side of things, like, it makes more sense. You got a free game at the end of the day. I mean, yeah, look, look, if the game's free, I can kind of get behind it. You know what I mean? Like, a little bit. Um, like sorry, Overwatch a good example is bad. Well, Apex is a good example. So I met mm-hmm. somebody on Apex uh, a couple months ago, and you know you have to like um, you don't have to. You can play enough in the game so you can eventually earn enough mm-hmm. to unlock certain aspects of it. Yeah. If you want to buy a set skins and stuff, you know, you, but it's faster if you just buy the like the virtual coin. I don't know what the money is on there, but um, that person basically said that they spent enough money like real money to purchase every single character in that game because if they had purchased the game in the first place, it would have worked out to be the same amount. So in their mind, they're basically paying for a game to unlock everything 
with real money as opposed to getting a free game and then just like that's how they justify their microtransactions. Did I did I say that correctly? Yeah, you did. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, and I was like, well, that's super interesting because I like never thought of it like that. If you like a game that much, that you want to be able to play it to its full capability, you still work out that if you were to do those microtransactions, you would, you know, if you had bought the game, regardless, you would have spent that. So they just bought characters. Think about that in terms of a psychological point. How fucked that is. Like, if you really (laughs) think about it, it's like you got a game complete for completely for free and with apex if you play the game enough you can unlock every character so you can go about your day with a free game you like and you can get the characters for free granted it'll take you some time but you'll mm-hmm. get it for free but the way the free game tricks you with the microtransactions says well i mean you did get this game for free that you love that you would be used to paying sixty dollars for so you buying sixty dollars of in-game currency to buy these characters well that's justified because i mean mm. you would have spent that either way so it's it's a nice little brain trick to where that person even did it themselves <laughs> to where it's like, well, I would have spent $60 if I would have bought this game like yeah, a normal game, but like they that. did release it normally for free. It's not like mm. they were ever going to charge money. So, I mean, it's a weird brain trick to where games like, are like... nothing's free. <laughs> well, exactly, to where game companies are like, yeah, it's free, but we have these nice cosmetics or we have these ways to excel your progress oh, a lot we quicker. We see you, we see it's you, like, Apex. We know what you're well, doing. They <laughs> trade the price of the game for the price of time because everyone mm. wants time so they mm. with these free games a impatient. lot of them, everything everyone's just well, impatient yeah and everyone most of these free games if there is like a progression system to it of some kind generally if they're free they're gonna offer some way to get through that progression a lot quicker that's how it's gonna happen always it's the same thing with i know i was very big into madden playing um football a lot i bought like almost every madden and you would be able to like do a thing called ultimate team to where you would start off with a very random team of just absolute shitty players i mean third string backup players awful and you would try and play games and tournaments and events to try and earn xp so you can get different like players different packs and upgrade your team but they also had an option where you could purchase packs you could purchase these things to where you would get a chance of getting better players so i think a lot of games are transitioning towards <laughs> that to where it's like hey we're gonna make it free or discounted or even if we're gonna charge the game just to rip even more money but we're also gonna add ways to where you can kind of skip time okay. and make yourself better in the game that's interesting because not only are they getting a 60 dollars profit off you purchasing a new game every year they then get the microtransaction. that's when i think it's a little fucking scummy but oh yeah welcome to ea every ea yeah. game's like that fifa nfl hockey all of them are you have to pay 60 dollars as well as if you want to play ultimate team it's literally pay to win because if you start off early on in the game and you're playing head-to-head against people if you spend a hundred dollars versus a guy who spent nothing your team is going to be better damn you're going to beat them so would is. they really lose wouldn't they make more profit if they just made that game free and then didn't do a yearly release that just continuously updated it and then uh, people could buy packs or whatever technically but then you wouldn't be able to go off on the marketing sell point of hey the physics are new and improved or hey the we now the linemen now have depth of view or something like i don't know like Going small you yeah. wouldn't be able to like actually make improvements to the game core you wouldn't be able to change the coding of the game like yep. the, the way oh, the really? game's actually played 
Uh, I don't think to a certain extent. I don't think you could like do an over the air. Fortnite's talking change. like changing the whole engine it's on or something. Are I you able to do that it. over the air though? Like, is I mean, just you just give just them a new download, it? basically. I mean, I guess that makes sense then. I guess you could technically change anything over the air. I mean, yeah. it makes. So. That's how you got it to begin I don't with. Know, then why don't games technically constantly update then? Uh, I mean, like especially. The time, right? Well, but they are fixing bugs, yeah, but I'm saying, Adding why don't games, stuff? like, let's say, like, for instance, a COD, Oh, right? why don't they? Well, then, no, but they couldn't, because then you wouldn't be able to play the old games, people who don't switch mm. over to the new game. Um, Can I go, like, all the way back to the start? Mm -hmm. Because I also want to know, same thing, B asked me, I also actually want to know, like, I know that we can sit and have a freaking rant for ages about why games are broken, but I kind of want to know... What what like what got you guys into gaming? Like I don't know who wants to go first, but for me it was Halo and and love. And love, you know, Halo and love. love. <laughs> or just want somebody, just want a boy to like me, you know. <laughs> but now I'm like, you know, I if literally nineties on some kid who'll like me. <laughs> now I got my own games room and my own gaming community, and shit's blowing up for me. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely not gonna be famous in any regard, but you know, I I definitely you now I do know. it for me. Yo, you never know. Watch this space. But now I do it for me. You know, I genuinely enjoy it and meeting new people. And, you know, I like our Discord's amazing. Um, but, yeah, I just want to know what your guys' story is. Yeah. How you started playing games. Yeah, B, if you want to start there while I think about exactly what got me sure, into it. Sure, <laughs> I could remember I was just a normal kid running around outside. And then, if I recall, either I used to go to the arcade with my dad. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I think my first introduction to video games was at the arcade. Because back when they had them at the malls, and I used to call them the bad guy store. I didn't know what they were called at arcades, but I would always see, I guess, teenagers and punks sort of hanging around there. And I, and I would want to go in. I said, let's let's go to the bad guy store, Dad. And uh, that's what we used to call it. And so, and so we would play together. I can remember playing um, fighting games with him. Uh, so, oh, those shooting ones, like the rail shooters. Like House of Dead Three, mm -hmm. uh, oh Area Fifty One. So yeah, arcade definitely was I think the very beginning. But then we were gifted a home console by my mom's friends, and that I was done after that. I was obsessed with games. Uh, that that came with like Sonic the Hedgehog One and Two, and yeah, if you guys know from the last episode, I fucking love Sonic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I remember. But. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, that that's what kicked it off. So more arcade style stuff put you. That, but that it. was the. I I would say what really got me into it was getting the Sega Genesis. So I've 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 been with gaming for a long time, like we're talking cartridges, and I've I've come all the way to modern age. So I I know a good amount. Play those old games though, like today. Say what? How often do you go back to the old school games still today? I do not go back to them. Not sad, eh? It is kind of sad, but they were good. That's what got you into gaming oh, in the first place. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to evolve. So. I fucking hate about games today compared to back in the day. Back in the day, just stuck them in the machine, they turned on, and you're playing. There's no tutorial. There's no fucking long-winded story. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going. I'm Preach, playing the baby. game. Preach. And now... Oh my gosh! I can't just play the damn game. I can't learn the mechanics on my own. There's these tutorials. It's all sorts of bullshit just to stop you, to slow you down. For example, 
I just played, I tried to play the new Spider-Man game. It got all this praise, all the hype. I was like, all right, let me check this out. I'm Spider-Man and I'm jumping out the window. I'm like, yeah, here we go. And then it goes to slow motion and tells you press RT to swing. And so you start doing that. And I'm like, all right, now can I have control? Can I explore the city? Can I be Spider-Man? No, I'm, I'm forced to go stop a bank heist. I just want to explore the world. I don't want to do all this other shit. Ah. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make mm. sense. Like you have to you have to play through it before. I feel like um I and this is just what I think the younger generation of like I feel like more younger generation players come in to play games very young. And I feel like it should offer you the option to do that because I do think that a tutorial can be beneficial for if we're talking about younger gamers mm -hmm. but i also feel like um we shouldn't force people into doing it at the same time because i do agree with you like i do think that um it is something that should be optional at the end of the day i'm yes. trying to think what game that i played i was it gta no yes Ugh, maybe GTA. well i well yeah i opted into gta <laughs> 5 GTA right there <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I feel like I had to go through that and I do think same thing with Destiny 2 I reinstalled Destiny 2 um, the other day and also you have you have to go through it you have to play an introduction I think some some games are set up that way in order to um, Spider-Man I'm not sure because I haven't played it and I'm pretty sure the dude doesn't use guns but in set games like Destiny it's like a easy have free shit to help you get started Here's a gun for doing this quest or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I understand that, but certain games may not necessarily be needed. Like I think Spider Man's mostly open world, right? You can like fly. Yeah, and that's it's it's like a oh the first around, big open sorry. world Spider Man game. This is gonna be big, but before you can do that, you gotta go to the bank and stop a big big pig from from robbing it. And it won't. It's the just... same thing with GTA. Yeah, big pig. <laughs> big pig. He's uh, he's out of control. Is that a troll? <laughs> There's yeah, a damn. beautiful essay on that very topic by Ego Raptor. Um, check it out, audience. But I, I don't know the title or anything. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that we can we can try and find it and link it somewhere. But yeah, no, I totally agree. So that's your pet peeve, huh? Yeah. Interesting. And if what if, about you, Johnny? Yeah. What's your uh pet peeve? No, no, how's no, that game? game? I mean, history. if you want to throw a pet peeve in there, go that, right I don't in. know if that's what you're talking about. <laughs> nah, how did you start? How'd you get into games? How'd you get into? Uh, got into games mainly, quite frankly, it's going to start with COD for me because my intro to gaming was actually kind of interesting. Um, well, okay, not really interesting, but I started off <laughs> with the PlayStation. The PS2 was my first ever system, and I stayed on PlayStation all the way until about two years ago until Damn. I wanted to get a PC because I wanted to play different more intense games like i wanted to explore with like games like a flight sim or a lot more open world games i wanted to play where a pc could actually handle it um but anyways i got into it playstation 2 was my first ever system and what was ironic was my parents we had inner we had wi-fi growing up the whole time but my parents didn't want us to play games online don't know why oh, wow. do not know the reasoning but they just wanted us to focus on school and sports at that time 
They they just wanted us. They want us to play games. We had time limits on games too. Oh, to me too. Only, I it, and it was the most frustrating oh, thing in the world bro. because it was only a time limit long enough to where you got invested, but then as soon as you got invested, you got <laughs> taken away. It was it was the worst oh, thing. It was like the it was memories. like an hour long, or maybe even forty five minutes long, to where maybe you got into a good mission or you got into a couple missions, and then you got taken away. Bro. Too bad. Sucks to suck. You're gone. So. Uh, it was just it was a weird introduction and as well as I didn't have online. So every game I played was either a uh, single player and a campaign story or it was with my brother. I would play co-op with him and we would do like just 1v1s in games or we would try and find like a co-op game to play together. A lot of time it was just a lot of 1v1s quite frankly. But um that's how I started was just it was offline. A lot of it was offline as well as very short time periods, but I got hooked on COD. 100%. I started with COD, big red one, and um, once I finally did get online, it was it was a different experience. I mean, I, I was addicted to games, and especially online COD. I liked COD campaign. I would literally be buying the CODs just for the campaign really? when I didn't have online. Mm -hmm. I didn't get COD online until Call of Duty World at War. So You were a single-player guy. Yeah, okay. I was a single-player guy because I was forced mm -hmm. to. I, I would, my parents wouldn't let me go on the internet. Well, they would let me go on the internet, but not for games for some reason. Didn't make sense because the shit I saw on the internet were way more wild than I would ever think. Way <laughs> more wild than back I would think in the day, games. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we want to talk about two girls, one cup, that's a whole different story. Oh you know? shit! I was I was watching that before I went on online games. Johnny's <laughs> daddy watching porn on dial up. His dad picks up the phone to make a phone call. He's like, "Fuck, dad!" And God then I told my dad it. not to ever order chocolate ice cream. It's just it, <laughs> it's it's just how the world works. <laughs> not seen Anyways, that video. You, 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 don't do you it. should. No, you should. It's no. eye opening. You you should. Should. <laughs> if you're ever curious, watch Mr. Hands too. If you ever. I mean, if you if you if you ever want to just no. Okay. If you ever we're gonna want, not we're gonna not delve into this if topic. If you want right to now. never enjoy chocolate ice cream again a day in your life, don't watch it. It's that simple. Um, wow. But yeah, I then played online, and like you were saying um, earlier in the podcast about playing all day, there was a period in middle school, and it was during Black Ops One was the COD that I loved the most. Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2 are my top favorite CODs, quite frankly, and MW2. But MW2. Black Ops 1, yeah, yeah, MW2. Like, not not the yeah, the old classic MW2. Not the but, one that's not out yet and we haven't played. Yeah. I was thinking that because, like, for some reason, I thought Modern Warfare 2019 was called MW2. That's why I kind of, like, studied mm. there, but it's just called Modern Warfare, not MW2. But um, anyways, yeah. The I, original one was Modern I'm confused by this. So the the original Modern Warfare, there was an original Modern Warfare two, right? No. No, there yes. was an original, no, original Modern there was Warfare. There was an OG COD four. COD four was Modern Warfare. Okay, that cool. Was a title. Yeah. So that that was COD... my favorite favorite, and I don't even know what it what it was called, but I remember that one was my absolute favorite favorite Call of Duty of the all original time. Modern Warfare. COD four. Yes. Yeah, and then I also remember, and I, I don't mean to cut you off here, totally keep going after this, mm -hmm. but I just want to, I remember pl playing it in my Xbox and back when the CD was in there, and um, I left the disc in and turned it off, and my dad accidentally, like, knocked it or bumped it or something, mm -hmm. and the disc got scratched to shit, and I was never oh, able to play no. it again. Damn. I know, my heart was, I was like, what have you done, dad? Damn. Yeah. I know we talked bad about disc, but, like, there are some benefits to disc. Fully. I mean, not having not having disc, like having digital. Oh wait, there are, there are some uh, benefits oh, having to having digital. digital. Yeah, I agree. To where you I never lose like a disc, now. you never lose a disc. I know I've lost discs. Just before. the constant updates just piss me off, especially with Call of Duty. There's an update every fucking time I want to play that game. 
Yeah, but I think the game's so complex now. Like, CODs are 200 gigabytes. Do I think they're wasting a lot of space? Yeah, but <laughs> I think the game is so complex to where they need updates constantly because there's so many bugs. Like, how can you fix all the bugs whenever you are making the game originally? Like, you're always mm -hmm. going to find new bugs. You need people to play the game it's... in order to find the bugs. But even if you play test, game. you're not going to find every bug. Yeah. It, it's just <laughs> impossible. So, anyways, I got to say, yeah, essentially, I just played COD. I, I played COD. Black Ops 1. That's your game, played... Black Ops 1, I played all day. There was a time during summer in middle school where me and my brother, we would wake up. It was a routine. It was a very bad routine, but we were luckily still playing sports at this point, so we were still generally healthy <laughs> and young. But we would wake up at 8 a.m. because our parents, we were in summer, school was out, but our parents would still work, so we'd be having the house to ourselves. The only thing we had to do were chores every day. We would have two or three chores to do every day. That way our parents could say, ah, eh, we didn't do nothing. So we would wake up at 8 a.m. on the clock. As soon as they're leaving, we would just be outside eating. This was the meal every morning. Our parents should have probably structured it better and gave us better food, but, you know, they were busy. <laughs> we had a Pop-Tart and a Coke every morning. Yo, let's nice. go. Nice. a sugar rush. A Pop-Tart and a Coke, and we sat down on the couch while they were leaving for work and we watched avatar the last airbender <laughs> oh my god we would watch that for about an hour till we made sure they left they didn't forget anything to come back home we would then play games and we would play mm -hmm. games all the way and we had it down to a science we knew our mom was the one who came home first most of the time <laughs> she would come home around 4 45 or if traffic's really bad five o'clock so we would wait till 4 15 mind you we're playing games all throughout the day we would wait till 4.15 to do our chores. We would sprint through the chores, whether they're dishes, <laughs> clean something, whatever it was. We would sprint through it, be like sweating. And then we would go sit on the couch, try and relax. We would wait for her to come home. And then she would ask, what you guys been doing all day? And if we told her we were playing games, we knew we weren't going to be able to play games. Again. She would tell <laughs> us to go outside. She would tell us to do something. So we would say, oh, we we're just kind of chilling. It was just kind of a boring day. We went outside a little bit. Couldn't find something to do, and now we're just watching TV. She was like, oh, okay. So she would go into her room and change out of her work clothes into her personal clothes, and that's when we go back on the games. And we say, yeah, we're just not, we're waiting for our friends to get online, so we're, we're going to hop on and play games. Oh, <laughs> so she didn't think that you played all day. You just exactly. To play oh, so that way, with us doing our chores good and not mm -hmm. doing much during the day, we are able to play all night. So we would play all night. that woman's trust. I'm just saying. <laughs> You better bit. say sorry if you. I don't. I hope your mom doesn't do this podcast. But you know, sorry, mom. She does, even if she does, I hope she would realize that we absolutely finessed it, and it would be like she would be proud. Um, uh -huh. But like, yeah, we would yeah. play till like two a.m. in the morning, three a.m. We would go to sleep, and then wake up and do it all over again, rinse and repeat. So you were I mean, a middle yeah. schooler. Yeah, at this time it was in middle. It was late middle school. You had online at this point. Online? No, no, this was Summer B. This was during Summer. No, no, no. Like, Sorry, online, no, no. I think you just Xbox, you can play with or... your brother, oh, well, yeah, and then, yeah, 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 your, yeah, your yeah, friends I was, online, I was playing yeah. online. I was playing online with my, uh, one of my closest friends was the main person I played with. Okay. And mm -hmm. I still play with him to this day. That's who I play Fortnite with. Um, But yeah, yeah, it was, it was online. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, um, I'm trying to think, like, I, I think when I was turned 18, which was a, was a weird age to get a TV for your bedroom, but I I bought my own TV because oh, my mum 
my mom never used to like so we would obviously we shared we had two lounges in our house and so we had like the main lounge and then we had like a little sort of sitting area and we used to always like play like we would always have Friday friends over all the time um and we play like sing star and like i used to fuck <laughs> i i shredded guitar hero that was like oh my yeah damn. i love that I stuff miss that shit so much and like i would just that was my jam so every time we'd have friends over whatever we'd always like take turns with them and i think that was on the playstation actually as well because we had a playstation and then i had an xbox and then so when i turned 18 um I got my first TV. I bought it for myself. It was like a 50 inch TV. And I was like, I'm fucking sick. I'm an adult. You know, I was so pumped. <laughs> and I just like lived my life in my room from that point. Like I had like all my, like a, a console table, like stand or whatever. And it had all like the games all nicely like lined up and like all my figurines from my collector's oh, wow. edition. And it was just like, it was dope. I like, it was so lit. And, um, but that's the things that I miss. Right. Cause like, I understand like, you know, online's more convenient, no disc, like, don't worry about it. You can just whatever, but like pre-ordering something just doesn't hit the same, you know, a game launch just doesn't hit the same. Like there's no, like, I have so much nostalgia around like, let's go over and organize a massive LAN party or go to events and everybody takes their computer or everybody takes their console and we just like play all freaking night <laughs> and like post this thing. I don't, I can't even remember. Cause like, I don't think Facebook was a massive thing. I don't even know how these people came about it or who even organized it to be honest, but like you would meet so many people and you would just go chill Whoa. and like, it would be dope. You can't do that There's now. Like, like I, that where I live. No, but that's what I mean. Like, there's nothing like that now people don't do that anymore you can't you know most people don't do land parties they don't go over to friends houses because what's the point you, you literally come for your own home hardly any people will any games will have co-op anyway and most people play multiplayer if they're going to play at all and mostly it's either Fortnite or call of duty you know halo's pretty well dead now oh, sad yeah. r.i.p you know um, but like all that nostalgia around that, I'm actually feel really privileged to have been through that been whole through transition. Yeah. But, um, I'm also grateful that, you know, I get to be a part of like game development now. It's just unfortunate that it's a bit shithouse. I have to wonder though, cause I've been thinking about this, like how I'm not as interested in games at this age as I was as a kid, but I think really what it is, is it's been played out to the point where all games are somewhat similar like there's no need for a tutorial because this one's like this other one before it mm. um so it's just really been there done that it, it's not often these games actually change up or become that radically different at the end of the day you still have these objectives to fetch stuff or it's a platformer mm. or it's a shooter it's been done and i think i'm just tired of it Look, I think if like I just having a look now at the you do to age though, it's just you. You just do the same thing over and over again. It just gets boring. The only thing that makes it interesting now is the social aspect, like hanging out with you guys or the crazy shit that people can come up with. Like I guess for example, if I look at your GTA games, like I haven't played with you guys, but you're getting all kinds of shenanigans. Yeah, we don't even play the game for what it's purposes. Fuck the game yeah it's just hanging out with friends virtually Pretty i don't much. know like i'm 
I was having a look at this because I was interested, like talking about age and stuff, and it says that the gaming demographic in 2022 shows that the largest group of gamers are in fact adults. So only 24% of gamers in the US, as an example, are under the age of 18. Really? The largest group of people are actually aged between 18 and 34, and the smallest being over the age of 65, which is only like 6%. So, like, we would sit in that demographic of the largest group of people. They and find I find that, though, is my real question. Like, what well, do they pull? Are they pulling certain game records? Are they pulling, like, who's buying consoles or who's buying what? Like, I mean, I feel like it would be easy to pull the data because they would be able to just You have to sign out, up for like, account and you enter your age. Maybe, yeah, you do. Most well, places, you know how yeah, many, you, you know how many, like... <laughs> that's true I got the answer to that so the entertainment software association surveyed over 4,000 households in the USA and reported that the following are uh, about US gamers so it is demographic to the US this particular survey um, but it's still an interesting fact and I do think that that large group which we fall under I have to wonder if a large part of that is from this, like a lot of nostalgia base like you know, gaming, like, you know, Call of Duty has had so many CODs come out, but, like, they have a new one come out, obviously you're going to play it, you fucking love Call of Duty, stuff like that, you know, was... but at the same time, we a lot of us are losing the love for games and moving out of that. Like, I have a lot of friends that just don't even do it anymore that were, like, hectic into it when they were I younger. I was hectic into it. But, okay, yeah. so two things. Like, I believe that established IPs tend to just sell better because of their established fan bases and notoriety uh and then two like that's why i think they keep pumping out the same fucking thing even with movies like it's just gonna it has a better market i suppose in theory proven that people like it um and then another thing it was brought to my attention that if you look at the games that are coming out like um for instance god of war or last of us these are huge games and because of the the older demographic they're now basically father characters just running around with a kid and that's because the gamers have grown up (laughs) you would never see that as like god of war back in the day was just this bloody hack and slash for kids and now it's a deep story with my son my son my boy yeah the game is like aging with the people yeah 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 so so some of it's like nostalgia like same with assassin's creed uh-huh and that that's what i'm trying to say is where you're talking about like here you had a friend who is like kind of like falling out of love with games as well as um few of them B. yeah yeah and as well as like b you're saying how like you're struggling to find it that draws me to a point of like why maybe why did you originally play games right like were you guys into games just for the competition like when you're younger i'm saying like when you're heavy into games were you in it for mm. the competition or were you in it for the storyline were you in it for like friends that you were playing with like you had friends at school who played it so you hopped on just so you can play with them Mm. i mean i think that changes your aspect too because if you were heavy into games when you're younger but you were heavy into it for i don't know story story uh yeah exactly like for story play or for play with friends i think that Um, might be the reason why it's kind of dropping off is because I think games are focusing less on the story and more how to make money. So there's like two yeah. stages in my, my life, which I, I guess we touched on the first one with games where uh, it was, you just plugged in and you played. And a lot of that was just the joy of my reflexes, like hand-eye coordination, beating a game that way. There was no competition. 
at that stage. It was just me versus the game. And the games are cool. Um, there's nothing like it in the world. These essentially imaginary worlds that you can interact with. I think those two things were the main draw. Sort of just the control of the game and then the the fantasy aspect. There's no stories with like the Sega Genesis stuff. If it is, there's not much to it. Uh, they were simplistic. But then the second stage was I built a computer uh, in 10th grade. And that launched me into this world of playing League of Legends and World of Warcraft, which then became the competitive side. And I don't know if you ever got this, Don, but like you've ever been playing a game and you literally start sweating profusely from your armpits. Like you can feel it rolling down your oh. body. Yeah, it's never <laughs> been like it's been against being it's been against other people though. Yeah, well that's what yeah, them. League of Legends. That was my high school game, basically. Mm -hmm. And, and so, that's where... Yeah, go on, I'm sorry. I, was I would basically just say that then gets to that second part of my gaming career where it was about competition and it was about people. This part mm -hmm. of my life, it's literally just about the people. Okay, so then maybe that's why you think gaming is falling off short because there's not a lot of games. I know there's not a lot of games coming out that emphasize more the social aspect versus mm. whether it's uh, actual mm. gameplay or yeah. the monetization they can have because games right now with how profitable they are showing to be they're not game companies are not saying hey we need to make this game <laughs> have more social aspects to it we need to make sure I people can communicate think there better. was a game uh, that just came out like cult of the lamb that had a huge social aspect I could be wrong. Okay, maybe I just I don't know. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. There's no innovation, well, right. yeah. but um, I think they're like that was the first step towards something like what Trying you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was the camaraderie. So, like, I have always been more about the drawn boys. To... About the boys. Yeah, the boys. <laughs> yeah. Just, just wanting to hang out with friends and have fun. So, like, even to this day, through the whole time of me gaming, like. It's very rare that I'll get sucked into a game and be able to play. Like the only game that I've probably really been able to play is World of Warcraft, and even then, that's not that's a massive that's an MMO, right? That's huge, and there's people all the time around you. But I wouldn't know them. I wouldn't consider them to be friends. I hardly ever speak to them. They're just people that like help you out or whatever. So even then, it wasn't even truly uh, like me playing alone, you know. Hmm. Um, even though I wouldn't really talk to anyone, and. Yeah, so still to this day, like, it's very rare that, um, unless it's like a nostalgia game, something that I have played and I'm going to replay or it's been remastered and it's single player, that I would then delve into it. And, like, thinking on it now, what you're saying, like, so Hogwarts Legacy is really the only game that I'm, like, I've been looking forward to that for a really long time. That's an, that is a sing, purely single player game. And, like, I was even just saying, like, I wouldn't play Halo. I haven't played Halo single player or anything like that. The only reason... I'm buying this game is because of my love for that universe and that world and those books and the movies and everything. But there is, there is zero multiplayer aspect in that game. However, I've still been able to build a community around. So not necessarily within the discord we have, there's only a few people, but like that's why these games and game developers, as an example, generally create a discord specifically for those games so that even if there are no multiplayer functionality within the game there is still a community base around it and people can generally still share their love <laughs> and talk about it and sort of in the same way so i mean i would imagine that you know all the people that are playing it like we could easily jump into a voice chat and like you know 
still kind of hang out but not play together necessarily and that still gives me the same camaraderie as before i think in some type just revealed the secret um function of the nerd lounge which was to be a harry potter discord and no when the, and when I, that game comes out the nerd lounge is about the... to change it's about to have all these harry potter guys come out Maybe of the, the hufflepuff lounge everybody get out <laughs> <laughs> nah it, it actually wasn't to be honest with you um we can talk about the evolution of the nerd lounge um like if you want to another time but like it definitely was zero intention for that. Right, if you ask no, no. me, I know you're we need to be more Harry Potter lovers. You're in recruiting here. Harry Everybody Potter. Everybody get people. better at loving Harry. Fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> if you love Harry Potter, join our Discord. Join the Nerd Lounge. Join the Nerd Lounge. Um, but no, I have always said, like, you know, when that game comes out, like, I might go MIA for a little bit. It just, it's just one of those things when you're really, really looking forward to something, like, you want to invest time into it. Like, I've waited years for it. I just really am like a part of me is really scared that it's not going to be everything that they've hyped it up to be, but I'm trying not to focus on the negative potential aspect of that. And I'm trying to focus more on, you know, it's, it is going to be a good game, you know, just try not to be overly optim. I don't know, not overly optimistic, but I just don't want to like set an expectation in my head that's unachievable which i do believe a lot of people do now oh man carrie this is a tortured relationship you have with this game it seems <laughs> it better be good i'm gonna fire a critical email off <laughs> at the same time i'm still gonna play it because it's harry potter <laughs> i want it to be really good fun. but i'm not i'm not hoping for too much but I'm, uh... but don't fuck it up i'm so confused but please yeah, don't, don't hurt fuck me it up, but also please still bring it out but just don't fuck it up it's like a Ritzia, so fuck, because I think everyone has that relationship Poor with gamers. any game that Look they love. Look at this shit. We shouldn't have to be dealing with this crap. Ugh. Nah. I don't know. But that's life, though, Make good it? games, companies. Come on. Just stop fucking us. It's stupid. Don, stop pre-ordering Call of Duty. Just wait till it's <laughs> good. <laughs> You're no, the problem, here's Don. A, here's the thing with me. Here's the thing with me. It's like, the way I got into games was, it, it was competition with my friends. I mean, the way you proved yourself... If you talked shit at school or something, it would come oh, right back to games. Down. You would say one v one me and Rust. I know that's really? a meme. I know that's wow. a meme. But Don lived but it. You you would it was competition. It was always like if you got shit on in games, someone's gonna talk about it the next day. I mean, if you're getting absolutely destroyed, someone's talking about it. Oh, especially, especially on the wrestling you... team. Hell oh yeah. well, yeah. I mean, like especially if you're in sports, if you're playing on sports, generally people are more hyper competitive on sports teams i mean it just naturally is that's how it goes so i mean if you're playing against each other it's good luck i mean if you get beat you're just gonna get grilled for the next one uh, this is and why i wish you were in a fighting games don like seriously <clears throat> just want to take it out on you in tekken or street like Fighters. no he Let's would go. be such a good competitor like he would he would he, he you would, really uh, is a sweat love you mate but you're a sweat I, I, i'm a, I'm competitive. I wouldn't call myself a. Well, I, I don't know what you class. You know, as a okay. Sweat has a bad connotation to no. it. No, I'm not trying to. He it, just you know, likes sometimes. to win. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Plays to win. Sometimes it's just time for fun. I'm, well, there is time for fun if I'm playing a fun game, right? And that's the hard part with me. <laughs> is is any shooter? I guess this might sound like depressing or negative, but it's not. It's how I've always liked it. But a shooter is not fun to me. I, I don't play a okay. shooter for fun. This is business. I, I, yeah, I hop on a shooter to because win. my ultimate goal is to absolutely make everyone in that lobby regret signing on today. Man, that's what I like about like, playing with you, though. 
I, I understand that, and that that's I know you have that pull to it, but I know I get my ass handed to me in fighting games. And granted, no, oh no, I guess it's with I guess it's with any game. Is like I guess I could learn it. I I would learn it over time, but um, it's just it's competition, man. Whether that's it's an why FPS I like playing shooters with you is what I was okay. saying. Oh, I got well, you. Because you okay. really, really like quickly that. before before we wrap it up, I just want to, I do uh, what you said about like somebody sass from real life. You're like one with you, one me I actually have a, like a sort of instance that I can recollect and I'm not even fucking kidding. Um, so I actually got into a, like a, not like physical altercation, but like, you know, like a, like a, an argument with my, like my partner at the time um, over Overwatch, like I'm not even kidding. So, <laughs> so we don't don't like the same characters. Like, like I think that Traces, you know, is I I, I hate her, and because I main Moira on Overwatch, they're like, you know, that's just fucking. You can just chuck an orb and fucking fuck off, and you can kill everyone, and you don't have to. You basically roll your face on the keyboard, right? And um, his cousin was there at the time because living with us, and he. He literally witnessed us get into an actual argument <laughs> over the fact that we did not like each other's characters, and I just got told that I had to face roll the keyboard and I could win because we we were one v oneing each other, and I was fucking killing him, <laughs> and he didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, it's yeah, it's very it's pretty possible to uh to like take that i mean i think that's kind of reverse though because you started as an altercation then you took it into the game mine started in the game and i fuck took that shit into the <laughs> real world and i'm like come at me bro let's oh, go yeah. no that definitely carries over <laughs> we'll like we it. get argument and it goes into real life 100 yeah. mm. lose friends don't oh, even get me started yeah. on monopoly oh, oh it's happened to me like my best friend in the world like he, he's my best friend he's the guy i've known since ever the guy i used to play cod with we mm -hmm. actually went through a period in our lives where we didn't talk for about a year. <laughs> like wow. we, we hated each other because of a game. And it wasn't even yeah. COD. <laughs> it, was, it was GTA. We got oh, an shit. argument. We got an argument in Grand Theft Auto and then it carried into like started arguing about the game. Then we just started throwing personal jabs at each other. And then it just it just escalated and escalated more to where we didn't talk for a year until <laughs> we finally like played some games together. A COD beta brought us back, ironically. Cod Bay brought us back together. We played and then worked it out. But yeah, games can definitely carry over into real life. And I mean, there's and no I mean, doubt about it. I, on like a really, really positive, good note about gaming today and like the platforms available and stuff to us, like, you know, I both met you guys on different games. Like, I, the Discord community is basically built off of meeting people in the mix of you know in person and also gaming and diff very different games as well so i think that you know i would never if i took myself back in the past to when i first started playing games would have pictured how i play games now and how i have this community and like the people that i meet i would never ever have met you guys if it hadn't have been for games today and the availability of discord and like things like that so i think that we can should talk it as much as we want but you know it may not necessarily be i feel like gamers build their own community around the things that they love whether it's yep. to come together and shit talk a game or it's to come together and love a game i feel like 
it's at the end of the day like there is a there's still a love for gaming regardless of the broken stuff in it and i think that you still get a lot of good stuff out of even some of the shittiest games so oh yeah 100 percent agree on that one we're yeah. just not kids anymore i guess we're just old and grumpy. Get off my lawn. <laughs> you, old people you... who just want to be social. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We want friends, but we don't want to work for it. But man, exactly. these games suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They suck, but I'm not quitting gaming. I've been in yeah, too long. I'm in too deep. I don't know what it's like. I don't know what the other side's like. God damn it. <laughs> Gotta take up knitting? What is this? What is this? Thanks for watching the Only Nerds podcast. I'm Don. And, uh, oh, okay, oh, okay, all right, hold on, hold on. I'll be seeing you later, gamers. Okay, you, <laughs> oh, you want the smoke in a fighting game? You'll get it now. <laughs> About oh, damn time.